<laughs> Welcome to the Intern Whisper Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. Oh, this is Khalil. <laughs> this is Isabella. Jason's not here. I'm Brandon. And I'm Mike. On our show this evening are Brandon Rosado, owner and founder of sorry, of Virtuoso Productions, and also Mike Torres, who's going to be sharing. He's a surprise guest, folks. Um, he's going to be sharing about authors, electronic pop punk music coming out soon. Super cool. And a uh, little shout out to Starter Studio because Brandon is from Starter Studios Class 8 and he and I were in the same class together. Bless up. Shout yep. out Greg, Haley, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to remind our listeners that they can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us online, and we don't have anybody there yet, but you can also chat with us online through Intern Pursuit's Facebook Live chat. Coming up this episode of Intern Whisperer Live, hashtag what I learned stories, entrepreneur stories, great leaders, innovation, and the wild card Wednesday topic. Yeah, I like that. So social plugs, how can you find us? You can find us on Pivot Business Consulting's Facebook page, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also find Intern Pursuit, the software on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find our Intern Pursuit game on Facebook and Twitter. And you can listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow Intern Pursuit. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Intern Whisper. I keep saying Intern Pursuit. It's supposed to be Intern Whisper. You can watch us live on Facebook on our Intern Pursuit Facebook page. And you can also call us, as another reminder, live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. And chat with us on the live Facebook chat. Okay, so I'm supposed to do the next one. There's a lot of talking for me tonight. That's, uh, I hope our listeners like listening to me. So tonight's first sponsor is Florida Patient Association, whose mission is to bring support and services to patients in the state of Florida. If you have not received the help and support you need from an injury in the health care industry, contact Florida Patient Association for guidance on your rights. Thank you, Florida Patient Association. All right. Okay, so we're supposed to have our transition <laughs> music. Oh my. Yeah, so. Oh my goodness. Play that transition music. <laughs> so, tonight is Khalil's first time for being on the board all by himself. And before we always had. Yay, and he's doing a super job, because <laughs> let me tell you, it's real easy for me to sit in this chair and go, I'm not having to do this stuff. So uh, good job, Khalil. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Try my best. You're doing good. Um, keep in mind, I'm grateful that I'm not having to be in that chair right now <laughs> and try and do the show with the guests. So uh, Brandon Rosado is the owner of Virtuoso, a graduate of Starter Studio, and also an employer that has worked with Intern Pursuit Interns. We also have a special surprise guest, Mike Torres, an electronic pop punk artist, music artist. Welcome, Brandon and Mike. Thank you Hi. for having Thank us. Thank you for having us, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever watched um, Saturday Night uh, Live when they would have guests come on onto the show. I don't know if you ever know this stuff. Oh, and you guys got to make sure your phones are on silent, too. <laughs> Please make sure. <laughs> so anyway, Brandon. Tell us about um, what Virtuoso Productions is 
Uh, tell us the website, how people can find you. We always want to do that. You can find us at virtuoso.com. Oh, you got to be like right up on top oh, of that mic. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, it's oh, pretty intimate ourselves. here in this <laughs> yeah. sense. You got to make sure you're really up close. All right, so Virtuoso is a social <laughs> VR platform where people can create avatars and log in together in virtual worlds. It could be whether you're in a class, a TED Talk, or a music festival. Mm-hmm. And you can communicate with each other, and that creates a way to further human communication over the Internet in a digital way, opposed to, like, normal text posts. I can tell you, he really learned a lot from being in Starter Studio. He was I, able to put I that did. into a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> the elevator pitch. Yeah, the elevator pitch. He's got it down, so that's really cool. Um, so... Um, one of the things that I really enjoyed, Brandon sat pretty much kind of like across the table from me, and we would chat, and he would have his uh, VR goggles on, and we'd be, you know, he'd be doing all kinds of stuff and jumping up and down. It was really pretty <laughs> funny to watch. But we had two other companies that were there, and I'm going to ask you this show, this question: Have you ever watched our show before? I've watched Hunter and Jose, which was the other VR team. The with other us. VR team. That's right. So we talked about VR, and it was really interesting. And that was, I had seen VR before, but I had never actually got to play with it until, you know, Brandon brought it in here. So tell us what that experience is, because how would people be able to attend a concert through VR? So the way we do it is a bit different than typical methods, which makes us differentiate. That's our differentiating factor. We put you in the venue, a 3D recreation of the venue in which you are free to choose your own perspective. So traditional VR methods is like a 360 degree video stream where you can see around in all directions, but you can't move and you're by yourself. So there's this big uh, concept that VR is kind of like isolating, like you're by yourself. And I want to break through that by being able to be with other people. Mm-hmm. And so can, can I like actually touch another person? Well, cause my hand would just go right through them, right? Yeah. Y- yes. You can't like, I guess you can, uh, you can reach out and try and grab somebody, but you can pick up objects. There are objects around you. Oh, you that's can, cool. You can give them to other people and things like that. That's interesting. So you got to look at his website. Mm-hmm. You have any, You can shout is out that, anything you want. Is that to. all done in Unreal Engine? Yeah, it's all Unreal Engine. So, is your you told me you like uh, music festival? That's that's your goal. You want to design the festivals, or would you like or just a VR? So, I my first passion was stage design. Okay. And Ultra Music Festival, I've been to eight years in a row. I love it. <laughs> and I every year I would design the stages in 3D like just for fun because I was a 3D artist. Okay. And when Unreal Engine, like actually a client of mine, actually the first person that ever let me design a stage, which was like a pivotal moment of my life, <laughs> I was like, whoa. And rendering in the world of 3D graphics takes a long time. So they're like, you should try Unreal Engine because it's all real time rendering. It's like a video game at all times it's there. So after making a stage, like I fell in love, I started putting my ultra stages in there and I built the whole like Bayfront Park and all the buildings. And it was kind of like an art project. And then the Oculus Rift came out. I was in college. Uh, the DK2, which is like before even the first one. I don't know what DK2 is. Development Kit 2. Okay, oh, yeah. Because some of our yeah. listeners may not know technical okay, stuff. So. Yeah, um, the Oculus Rift is, is the, the VR headset. It's a VR headset. So yeah. the Oculus Rift is like 
the the main consumer headset right now. The other yeah. one's HTC Vive. They're they're like the same thing. I like. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, so when that came out, a professor at my school had had one, and literally I I reached out to him and he let me borrow it for two weeks, and I I put it on and went to Ultra. That was the first time I ever tried VR. Was my own project. And I probably sat there for like 20 minutes in awe. Mm -hmm. And then it just hit me that like, whoa, like people should be able to log into this and like watch the shows, you know. That's, that's, that is pretty incredible. Like what is your end goal though with uh, Virtuoso? I think the biggest grand vision could be a full scale recreation of Earth. Like okay. major cities. Well, isn't that like Google Earth? Then? Well, Google Earth is on track. Like that, that is the move. There's a app, Google Earth VR, right now where you can go. So imagine like a Google Earth like social network. Like that could be a goal. Now, like, is mm. that my primary goal? I think it would be awesome. Mm. <laughs> but you know, just furthering the technology and creating like that online space and streaming mm. shows is really my number one passion with this. Shows? Yeah, like live events. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. You know how like there could be... We had talked about this when we were in Starter Studio together. Mm. Starter Studio is such a tongue twister. Feel free to jump in anytime. Starter Studio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Starter Studio. Starter yeah. Studio. <laughs> Say it really fast. Like, but um, we had talked about how he could do sports. He could do all kinds of, um, you know, like pay-per-view. I'm wondering, no, the professor can't get in. I'm going to be right back. You guys continue the conversation. All right. I guess awesome. Blocked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're in a building. So tell us a little bit about authors. First things first. So how would the 3D representation of Earth be different from Google Earth? At like the social media aspect, what would you actually get to do that you can't currently do? Good question. Think of The Sims. So it's a crossbreed between The Sims, Google Earth, and Facebook. So The Sims, instead of it being fake characters with fake clothes and stuff, it'd be you and real people with real brands and then serving kind of like as a video game where all of Google Earth is the map. Isn't Facebook doing something similar, though, with their VR? So Facebook has a VR software. I've tried mm -hmm. it. it. It's cool. You know, they're pushing it in the right direction. I love their hardware. Where they're going with hardware is where I really think they're thriving. Uh, the Oculus Go is a new uh, mobile Oculus Rift headset that requires no computer, no sensors, no cables. And I got Virtuoso to run on it. And ever since then, I was like, yo, like, this is a game changer. Like, because because a big thing with VR is like everyone needs, you know, some $1,000 computer and a $600 mm -hmm. headset. It's like right. eh, the masses will never adopt that. Like, right. But so Facebook, you know. Their platform is cool. You know, I have my own vision, so, like, they'll do their thing, I'll do mine. But their hardware, like, they are pushing the envelope. Like, they really the, are. The, um, but VR is still a very young industry. It's, uh, it's, it's in baby. It's in, in infancy, that's what I mean. It is. Now, it's actually kind of like the infancy of the rebirth. So VR really came up, like, prominent in, like, the late 70s and 80s. And the the computer power was just not there so mm -hmm. there was a lot of examples but everything kind of like failed uh like nintendo even had a console called the virtual boy i remember that yeah and it's like super pixelated and stuff now mm -hmm. like in the journey of human innovation and like consciousness like it's cool like we 
discovered the new frontier. But it, it never had a mass adoption, so it kind of all fizzled out. But okay. now that we have like really powerful computers that can run these crazy worlds that look real, like you know Skyrim and games like that, mm -hmm. there's now a new possibility of utilizing that to to make VR what it was always supposed to be like, what they what they really envisioned it to be. So let's say that during in your map of Earth, if I have a business or a store that's located here in Orlando, how would that be implemented into your map? Can I interact with customers through Virtuoso or how does that work? That's a really good question. So yeah. like e-commerce side of things, there is a way in which together you, you can integrate the inventory and they have a merchant portal. So let's say you, you have a store. You will you can make a Virtuoso account that's not a player. It's a it's a merchant account. And you can list your inventory, different items, sizes, you know. Well, what about me? I'm a service industry. I'm not a product. It wouldn't work, right? I mean, there's always room for innovation. That is true. There is, you know, we're not gonna be like, no, like that's not possible. Like if there's a will, there's a way. So mm -hmm. advertising is definitely like a big part of it. Now I'm not a fan of invasive ads. Like, you know, you're, you want to watch video A and ad X pops up and you can't skip it. It's like, well, I wasn't interested in that ad. You know, that's not why I came to watch this video. So I have this non-invasive idea that I think could work well with VR is like placement ads. So just like real life, how it says Coca-Cola on a billboard, you know, that's not interrupting your day. Like, that's not... But... You know, they make it so that the technology is intuitive and they track everything that I look at. So they begin to build a profile of who I am so they can send advertising to me that's supposed to appeal. So if I love Bath and Body, you know, then I get a and I click on one thing, all of a sudden I start getting Bath and Body. So Facebook, for example, is a very intuitive. Yes, but it's also a free service. So. Mm -hmm. In the 100 pages that you agree to and you sign yeah, up, those terms. they say like, hey, that's how we make money. <laughs> like if you want to be a part of this and it remains free, we're going to collect your data and sell it. Now me, I personally want to go the route of a paid subscription because I'm not too big on collecting people's data and selling it, especially from a game engine optimization point. Like... I feel like that runs a lot of extra code in a virtual world. I don't know. Maybe it is simple. Maybe it, it costs too much. But I think there could be two routes. One, you pay for a subscription. Or two, you can opt in for ads and sell your data, and you can use it for free. Yeah, that's like playing games on the phone, right? I want to yeah. chime in back to where you said, can you have a service that's involved, just because we've talked about this a little bit. One of the coolest things that I think in Virtuoso is where, let's say there's a tennis ball store and you're a tennis player with your avatar you can walk into the store say i need 10 of this brand of tennis balls and they'll ship the tennis balls to your house similarly like a service let's say you're a, a lawn mowing company or something of that sort i think there's definitely possibility for let's say they have a stand or wherever their central location is you can go ahead in the virtual game to their stand um and say i need this done you know every two weeks Sign on thursday up. at 3 p.m and then have that happen in real life at your spot i think I think that would work, honestly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because my, in, in a virtual world, I could have a... That was great. Yeah, that was. That was really <laughs> smart. Yeah, lock that one down. I don't know who listens to our show yet, but, like, lock that one down. 
So I could be having my ad like a billboard right out there on the street, and somebody could say, oh, enter pursuit. Oh, I want that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the other part, too, is it's more interactive than, than just life as a physical billboard. You can almost click the billboard and then like you can go to your site, your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And so, so like connecting with people, let's say I'm with you in Virtuoso. Mm-hmm. If, if you allow it, I can click on your profile and just add you on Facebook or follow you on Twitter. Like just four little icons to make it really like quick not like pull out your phone and go to twitter and but you know you still relative use... relative to intern pursuit as well i think it would be sweet the same way that there's employment offices like if you were somebody looking for an opportunity you could go in there maybe there's a virtual uh version of isabella sitting at the counter and it's <laughs> like what you know what are you trying to get into we have these employers these opportunities and you can kind of line up even virtual interviews there on the spot Hmm, that's pretty smart. Yeah, I like that idea. And actually, just so you know, there is a virtual um, Isabella in the Intern Pursuit game. No way. <laughs> I am. I have to I play this. There. I want to go check out Well, Neptune. you won't see it in the demo, but she is coming out here, and she's real badass looking. Sweet. That's like about the worst word I can say right now. Yeah. Well, see, it's something awesome, too. Since your game's made an Unreal, we can have your character. It is like an that. Unreal. They're in the it office. is an Unreal. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, unreal. Well, we should give a little bit of time over here yeah. to Mike. So, Mike, tell us about what your company is, your website, and how we can uh, support you. Um, so my website, authors.com, A-T-H-R-S, is just a central location to keep up with my music and touring and things like that. Um, I make electronic pop punk music. It's a combination of acts like A Day to Remember, All Time Low, with electronic producers like Kazo or Borgor and people along those lines. Um, I've got an EP coming out in the next couple of months called okay, Pop what Punk is, is an Dead. EP? Um, I actually extended don't know. play extended <laughs> play. So it's going to be yeah. a four, a four song, a four song album that's going to be coming out. Um, and yeah, I'm playing at Imagine Music Festival in September. Going to be playing around Orlando a whole ton and it's going to be sweet. That's cool. Where, where could I find your music? So you can go to authors.com is going to be okay. the central location. You can find it on SoundCloud. Um, Instagram is a great place to keep up with me at authors music. So at a T H R S music. Yeah. Because when you say the authors and there's no vowels they they would definitely, everyone's like, is it authors? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to figure it out. There's only one vowel in there. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty cool. So that's good. I wanted to make sure that we give some mutual shout out love over here for your buddy that showed up as a spontaneous wildcard oh, guest. Do you, do you mind if I ask how, how you two know each other? Or like, oh, do you work together? Or? We're, we're cousins. Oh, okay. yeah. for real? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Right. Okay. Uh, do you, are you both working on the on similar projects or is just uh, so kind of? Um, I'm actually really excited to see where Virtual Show goes inside the concert spectrum. I think that it's going to open up an entirely new revenue for musicians that hasn't been previously possible. Um, so you can create your own virtual venues, or let's say I want to play at like Milton Keynes in the UK. He can have a or Red Rocks. Currently working on Red Rocks yeah. right now. There's a virtual representation of Red Rocks in Colorado. If anyone knows what that is. Um, but you can put yourself in your living room playing at Red Rocks, sell subscription, sell tickets over the internet, mm-hmm. and you can have you know twenty thousand people watching you via a stream. And That's literally, amazing. yeah, it's, it's insane, honestly. And so it's going to be a good way to spread music, a good way to completely, honestly, revolutionize the way that things are done. So it's going to be pretty crazy. These would be only virtual events. Yeah, yes or no i mean you can do strictly virtual events if you wanted to but then while you're on tour you can literally do every single day of the tour and have people that 
maybe can't spend four hundred dollars on an ultra ticket, they can mm. still watch your ultra set for like thirty bucks. Because right, VR streams are a thing, right? Um, filming directly in VR. Mm -hmm. no, I mean, in, in three sixty. I'm sorry. Three sixty. Yeah. Three sixty is currently a big thing. Mm. Um, I. It's it's cool. It's pushing the envelope, but I think there's just still that's not true VR. Yeah, yeah. It's a marketing thing. They call 360 degree video virtual reality, but that that misleads so many people to never understand what virtual reality actually is. Virtual reality features six degree six degrees of freedom, and what that means is you can walk around, you can move. Sometimes you have your hands, you can interact mm. with the world, like. YouTube. Similar to a first-person video game. If yeah, you're in Call of Duty and you're yeah. running around, that's exactly what you can do. Mm -hmm. And then back to the shows, like there's two avenues that this can go. Uh, I, I want to partner with real events and festivals, so the real festivals and venues are there, and when an artist comes, there's sensors set up at the venue that streams that real show. So say the Amway Center, for example. When an artist comes to the Amway Center, if you can't go, or you can be living in Las Vegas, mm. and there's someone you want to see here in Orlando, you can go to a virtual version of the Amway Center and watch the real artist as themselves. Now, talking about hosting at like Red Rocks would be like, let's say you're a musician at home, like you're up and coming and you're budding, mm -hmm. like you can throw a show. You don't need a team and like touring. Venue. Yeah, it's not to like Yeah, you don't need to rent that. out a venue, etc. It, it gives you an avenue that just currently doesn't exist. And also, let's say you're in the virtual show and you want, you know, you can walk up to the merch booth and be like, hey, I want this t-shirt and they'll send you that. And I, I think it can go as far as like bottle service and you can have like a <laughs> bottle taken to your house with your friends and stuff. It'll be awesome. Oh yeah, Uber. Maybe just yeah. drive right up. Yeah, Uber. literally. Uber no. delivered. <laughs> or drone. Or think? drone delivery, drone <laughs> bottle delivery. I love yeah. it. Yeah. There's a thing. I've never, are there drones in Florida? I'm sorry. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I haven't seen Anyways. Um, but that, that's still ways ahead, isn't it? It's, a, it's to be, so much Yeah, it's a lot closer you than you think. think it, mm. it can happen, and it probably is I, happening. I mean, we'll put it this way. You can put on the goggles right now and be at Ultra. You can right mm. now go up to the merch booth and pick something. So really all that it takes is to implement it into real-life events that are happening out there in the world. Guys, it's a, it's a, <laughs> yes, we're there's this has been primarily a solo project of development for three years before, mm. like, you know, my dad and brother really have taught me a lot with this and opened my eyes to show me like this could be a lucrative business. Like, honestly, when I started this, I was like, no, I don't want to make money with this. Now I'm like, oh, wait, but, you know, you could probably make a bit. So it was, I wanted to do ultra VR. They're like, you should do every festival. So I'm like, so yeah, I, I think it's important to mention. It's not, it's not only music festivals or things like that, but it could be Ted talks. It could be sporting events. Right. You could go to the Super Bowl in VR. Right. Yeah. So virtual, so as it stands, um, it's, uh, like, so it, it currently is like under wraps. A lot of people, like it's not public yet, mm -hmm. but it is like, fully integrated to the cloud. Like we use Amazon, AWS, Unreal Engine. You know, you can create accounts, you can log in, you can create avatars, you can talk to each other, you can run around. But like, I really am trying to reach like a stable, stable environment in a few aspects, such as like the merchandise and stuff mm -hmm. before releasing it. And then potentially doing launch events with real events or our own events. So I'm really trying to like take my time with it so I don't cut any corners. Right. You know, there's a lot of VR apps that come out left and right that I feel like they're just like, ooh, you know, we have a VR app. Be like, the first out there. Yeah, yeah like, 
I want to do it right. Like Mm. I have a vision for this and yeah, I don't want to cheat it, you know? Okay. And how many people have access to it right now? Or how many people are using it? Do you have a beta, a beta pool? Um, there, it is live. So anytime I want to do a beta, like we can do that. Mm. So I do want to do like a friends and family show soon where like I can just give out a code that people download and if you can you can be a part now it also it's multiple platforms so you can play on on windows mac you can play on android iphones coming soon and you can play vr or non-vr so you don't actually have to have vr to play it'd be okay. like world of warcraft kind of um however you know we're, we're getting it's a better experience with it right it I think so. A lot of people think so. You know, it's definitely the immersion part. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's you don't need the headset right now to access it. It's, it's you don't. No, right. you don't. You don't. Um, and now I have it working on the Oculus Go. So those are sold at Best Buy for two hundred dollars. You can go and you know. I'm not familiar with those. So so Oculus Rift is like the main headset mm-hmm. made by Palmer Lucky. Facebook bought it for two billion dollars. Yeah. And now, you know, they're the pioneer of the market. They just now released the Oculus Go, which oh. is a uh, mobile version. It's like oh, okay. a smaller one. You don't need a computer. Or... It's not the cardboard yet, is it? No, it's past the cardboard. <laughs> okay. It's, it's, it's a little... Now, cardboard's cool because everyone immediately can jump in. Like, right. right. Yeah. It's like so $5. It's the, yeah, it's so affordable. But um, And then next level up would probably be Gear VR. It's like 100 bucks for uh, the latest Samsung phones, mm-hmm. and then the Oculus Go. You don't even need a phone. Like, you just, out the box, like, turn it on, and it works. That's so cool. But you haven't... No, I, you look <laughs> like you were going to say something, so... I was I'm... just curious uh, how, how you got your start with all this. Um, if you don't mind talking about that. Well, I'm going to tell you, I he is a genius, okay? <laughs> that was one of the first things that we all thought when we met him at Starter Studio, because he was the youngest person in our group. And I, you, you can share whatever you want about that one. But the thing is, he has a really good story. I don't know if he's going to share that little story about how, you know, people, um, you weren't fitting in, but then it's like, boom, you came into it. So, I mean, a, a big part of it started as I always go to festivals and my friends, when I first started, they would come with me, but then I'd go for like year after year after year. And eventually they like stopped going. And, you know, we were young. This is like, 15 and 16 okay. so like sometimes you can't afford it and stuff and you know still or it's 400 just, a ticket right yeah that's pretty you know. expensive Often, yeah. anyone <laughs> who goes to festivals all the time knows that sometimes yeah. you can't just go to all of yeah. them it's it's hard you but, have um, to volunteer if you volunteer you could get in the door yeah i went to electric forest for ten dollars <laughs> for <laughs> two volunteer shifts that was cool um but yeah so so it also comes down to like Twitter, like there's a big community we have on Twitter where, you know, every every time these festivals go on, now there's usually a live stream. So there's thousands and thousands of people watching and everyone on Twitter is like, oh, I wish I could be there. And I'm like, ooh, like I can't, maybe I can't get you there, but I can get you a little closer, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think like that is another main driving factor. Like I, I want it where... Instead of me and you reading each other's tweets, we could be standing next to you. You can be in California, I'm in Florida, and mm-hmm. we're at Lollapalooza in, in Chicago, right? Chicago, right? 
Well, if we was a Chicago, you know, <laughs> good, <sweet>. safe. Um, <laughs> on the topic too, you were saying about not fitting in and whatever. I think it's important to say that like kids at these festivals, this is like literally their family that they see one time a year, like a couple times a year, etc. So to be able to put these things into a virtual environment would be able to take people of similar interests and things like that and put them together to collaborate in all types of ways more. So that's yeah, the community. Mm. Oh, you mean like not fitting in, like my middle school story? Yeah, yeah, that True. was a good story, though. But, you know. Like, I was a weird kid. Still a weird okay. kid. Like, <laughs> he was like, beyond them is the problem. Like, he was, I was, like, way beyond them. I was obsessed with the video game Halo. And there's, like, characters that talk funny called grunts. Like, they say these funny things in weird voices. And I would run around school, like, yelling the things they say, running around like the elites, like, just I didn't care what anyone thought, so I was very obnoxious, and everyone's just like, you're really weird, and you're going to be rich one day. Like, I don't know how, but it's going <laughs> to happen. And I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, so many people used to tell me that. And, and, and that, in conjunction with my dad, it's since the age of 14, because I started doing 3D graphics at 14. He's like, all you have to do is make an app, and we'll make a million dollars. It's like those two things came together. And, and, and you program also. Well, I kind of, yes. You yeah, know, you had to. I had to program. Okay, so there's two people. Lifelong learning is one of his biggest things he would always say to me. Self-learning. I mean, YouTube. Mm -hmm. I don't care what anybody says. You want to learn how to do something, you can go on YouTube and learn. Like, yeah. by yourself in a room. Okay, like, the internet is all the knowledge in the world. If you want to do something and you don't know how, Google it. It's like, out there. It's mm -hmm. there. Like, mm -hmm. it is there. Yeah, like, I've, I've learned to, like, edit, like, use Premiere yeah. through YouTube. It's yeah. all day. <laughs> I know it's, it's all through YouTube. Whenever yeah. I don't know something, I have to Google it. Specifically, YouTube, we usually have, like, something shout out adsrcourses.com <laughs> what is that um so they're a music production type of subscription service you can go on there they have some of the best tutorials for ableton that you can possibly find i feel like i've seen ads for that it's a, it's really really good i think it's only like 20 bucks a month there's there's some of the most uh, informative videos i've ever watched oh well, I, I like and what of... is it ad what adsrcourses.com Okay, so we gave him a shout out. So that's all cool. <laughs> Go watch Dead Mouse's Masterclass too. Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say that. I was saving it for the inspiring people. <laughs> I, I keep getting the ads for the film ones. Like, uh, oh, oh well, appear. they don't know anything about you. You should. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah tell and tell yeah, our listeners too. Um, I'm a film major. I transferred here from uh, Puerto Rico uh, this past semester. Um, I've only been here about seven months now. Uh, he goes to UCF. I go to UCF. Yeah, right. <laughs> I forgot about that part. Um, UCF was offering in-state tuition to the hurricane victims. I saw my chance, you know, I to get out. I, I took it. Swoop. Here I am. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. A, cool story. Too. <laughs> yeah. A, Is that a, uh, was that free tuition? No, in-state. So in -state. I, I pay as a Florida, oh, a Florida gotcha. resident. Gotcha. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a really good. But it's, it's not permanent. It's like it does eventually mm -hmm. go to out-of-state, you know, so it's. Well, maybe not. You're, are you a junior? Uh, te yes. Technically, yes, I'm a junior. Yeah, so, like, you know, you could end up being here a year, and then you, you have residency. Yeah, that's and what then, I'm hoping for. Yeah, you're going, you're already in. But that's, that's what I'm hoping for, but for yeah. now, it's, you know, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say about the video, video production, though, that you learned on? Oh, no, that I keep getting ads for, uh, like, a 
Scorsese, Martin Scorsese will appear. Oh, the master uh, class. Yeah, the master class. Oh, yeah. Master class is the coolest thing that yeah. ever, literally ever. Is that is that also paid? Like it's a, Yeah, it you is. have to buy each master. I think they have a subscription service now. Well, I bought the Dead Mouse master class. It was ninety dollars. He shows you like production ins and outs, mixing, oh, wow. mastering, like. It's great. you can't you like, can't put a price on getting yeah. knowledge from somebody who's done it their whole life so, and yeah, like has reached the pinnacle of everything. Like, it is le- a legit thing. Though. Oh, it's legit. Oh, yeah, it's legit okay. as Ma- it Master class is actually a company. They go mm-hmm. like find people who are. They did Malcolm Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell on writing. Yeah, um, Hans Zimmer. You know, like, Han, yeah, Hans Zimmer on Hans Zimmer. Uh, theatrical composition mm-hmm. for yeah. movies. Uh, the cooking guy. Uh, the Gordon, guy that, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I, Reba McIntyre, country music. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the ads, but I had no idea it was that deep. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. cool. That's pretty cool. Okay, so the what I learned. Um, I know that we would. I'd like to make sure I touch on that. But you guys also told me that you guys were interns. So let's hear your intern story first of what it was like. What did you do? What did you learn as an intern? So like going back towards how I wanted to do stage production. Um, I moved here to Orlando and there's a venue here called Venue 578. It's currently under reconstruction and changing, but that's what it was. And so Mike actually took me to a career fair there and I met Gary. Shout out Gary. Gary's amazing. I love Gary. He said, yo, if you want to learn this, just come in some nights and, you know, check it out. We'll teach you the basics. Go from there. And, you know, I'm talking like you start just wrapping cables and pushing stuff all the way to like controlling the lights and messing with the stage. And, you know, I've always like fantasized about stages, but that was the first like real hands on experience. Like you got to start somewhere and grow. Mm -hmm. And literally, you know, it was an internship. You're lucky like some nights you get paid, but most of the time, like you just go in and hook it up and do the shows. And we always got to go to all the shows for free. Like it was about six months. Like I loved it. It was it was the best introduction of moving to Orlando. Like I had a great time. That is cool. How about you, Mike? What's your intern story? Um, so I was an intern with my homie Adriel Garcia at the Wolves Den Studios here in Orlando. Um, I was introduced by my friend Chris, who now works for Atlantic Records. Um, Working with Adriel was awesome because I got to sit in on all the sessions that he was having with real musicians and kind of see what their needs were. He had a lot of really good equipment that at the time I didn't have access to. So I got to learn about the equipment and patch bays and things like that. And it's always cool to to watch because these the doll, like the digital audio workstation is kind of like a paint canvas, but everyone kind of uses it in a different way. So even if you have your way it's always great to watch somebody because you learn stuff left and right it's really really cool so i learned a lot from adriel he's got a studio out in la now too so shout out ableton yeah (laughs) okay well that's pretty cool and then you actually um had asked me for an intern and you wanted somebody that could help you with your website when we were first met at starter studio so i brought in ashley roberts and that's where she started working for you what is your what i learned story as an employer because now the tables are turned and you had to figure out how do i work with this person and it was a different experience too totally. right yeah first of all the whole thing is a learning experience like having someone under your wing is like you learn quick that's a responsibility like it's not a small task so you know, I was kind of just like, okay, let's see like how this goes. And she came in to work on the website 
And honestly, I learned that people have skill sets that you, you just sometimes don't. And like, there's something to learn from everyone. Mm -hmm. And she started making the site, like the very basis of it and grew it. She got plugins like a lot for the profiles and hooked things together. And this is all in WordPress. And I'll be honest because being honest is the best. Like I used to talk like mad crap about WordPress. I didn't like it, but I was impressed because someone who knows how to use it and puts all the pieces together, a product forms. And I was like, okay, like there actually is something tangible here. That's cool. And she opened my mind to that. And ever since then, like, I've gotten way more plugins and like <laughs> revamped that whole site. And like she started it, she created it and stuff. So I thought that was really cool. Like I learned a lot. Yeah. You learned what it was like to manage somebody else. Right. And be a, essentially a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a cool thing to be considered, I guess. <laughs> well, you were in your industry. You were definitely mentoring in your industry. While it wasn't necessarily in WordPress, but I know that there was some coding, slight coding that was involved with that website, and you were able to give her some guidance in that area, too. So I think it's a total win. I know Ashley and I had sat down and reviewed the skills, and I had done that with you and said, okay, what is it that she can put on that resume? And so then there was something really tangible, and there was evidence that she actually did something. Yeah, yeah, she she started the site. I love the site the way it is today. Like, yeah. <laughs> so our listeners, tell our, our listeners where they can find that website one more time. Virtuoso.productions. Yeah, there's no .com, people. It's .productions. <laughs> so make sure you know that one. So that's super cool. Um, so inspiring. Wait, we need to do a shout-out for our second sponsor, though. I know this is a little bit out of sequence, but let's make sure we do this because we've got some other stuff we're going to continue talking about. So I want to make sure we do a, a special shout-out. So you're up. All right. Well, Affiliate Manager offers a complete management service that covers all aspects of developing and optimizing an affiliate program. Not only do we provide expertise, identify high potential opportunities, and execute campaigns to maximize performance, we make it a point to require minimal work for our merchant partners. You can reach them at affiliatemanager.com. Thank you, Affiliate Manager, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. Yeah, and we totally skipped that little second clip of the music, but play it yeah. just for fun anyway. <laughs> Special shout-out again to Sophie Lloyd. She is our intern that's in England that actually created that customized music that we play in the game. Cool. And uh, she goes to a conservancy over there in England. She's awesome. And by the way, she is only, she just turned uh, 16. So Happy birthday. Wow. Well, it was a while back, but she's only 16. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, we love her. She's awesome. Um, okay, so back over here, inspiring leaders, gentlemen. Who are your inspired? And I'm going to ask you, Khalil, because oh, we've no. never asked you. But that's okay. Oh. You get to have time to think about it. <laughs> so, Brandon, you've had a little time. Who are some leaders that have inspired you? And remember, it can be living, dead, anyone. So the first two people that come into my head is Dead Mouse, Joel Zimmerman, and Elon Musk. Yeah. So so And why? So I produced music for seven years and you know, I just generally love electronic music, the whole festival scene. And Dead Mouse, I would say, is probably like the first like big DJ that that just went all the way. And like mm -hmm. I love his character, he has the mouse head and his stages. I love stages and you know, he always says like 
If you're, you know, the massive DJ that gets paid $200,000 to play for an hour, you better have, you know, an epic stage or like you're wasting your people's money. And I think that's honorable because he puts on an epic show. And literally, like from middle school to high school, just like writing, I used to write a lot. I would always just listen to Dead Mouse. And like he has these songs, like they just, they get me, like Strobe, Ghost and Stuff, Clockwork, like the whole Random Album Title album. He has an album called Random Album Title, and it stands like it's Rat, because he's a Dead Mouse. <laughs> and like, I don't know, I love the guy. Like he's got a great personality, he's funny, like, and the whole time, you know, he's inspired me to like go the route of like the music. The music is there. And then the other side is like technology, Elon Musk. Like I think Elon Musk is is a bold person. Like yeah. he wants to change the whole world for the better of the whole human race. And I, I think, you know, that is a daunting task. It is it is something that many people can't fathom or aren't mm -hmm. even open to trying to understand. And like you know, I think like like carbon emissions and fossil fuels, like we need to, you know, get get the ball rolling with replacing these yeah. things. And he's someone who's just like, yo, like I'm gonna go out there and do it myself and make it happen. And obviously there's a team and there's a lot of people involved. A lot of money. Uh, well, yeah. It helps but, when you have a lot of money too. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, but maybe that just comes as a side effect of actually chasing your vision and making it happen. You know, that's that's kind of how I see like I, mm -hmm. I see like he wakes up every day and goes, you know, what? we're, we're getting there like we're doing yeah. it. <laughs> I, I respect that. And the, was there another person? Did you say three or two? Um, two? That's OK. You don't have to have one. I just went. If I, if I picked a third person, it'd be Nikolai Tesla. He wanted to give the whole world free electricity, I think. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. lit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Lit. No really. pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> so you're up, Mike. Um, since you gave two, I'll give two. Actually, I'll give three. Um, recently, just because of the way the world is, I've been really into people like the Sex Pistols and like Lil Peep, people who, and, and honestly, Tennessee people who, how whatever you want to paint them as or however some people might see them they caught the whole world in this people they made the whole world fixated on them in a in a way that was not bound by rules not bound by time it just happened and i think that's what art really is like beyond just like a song it's like how do you catch attention in in a completely ridiculous way so shout out them but also fitting right now kevin lyman because he had one of the most successful tours for the past 25 years, Van's Warped Tour. Just went to the last day a couple days ago, and so that's over now. But I think that's completely ridiculous and amazing to be able to ride the waves of like the music industry for 25 years and uh, have a place where like countless kids kind of cite their childhood from now. So, yeah, Kevin Lyman's a G. <laughs> cool. I, I would have loved to go to the, the Warp Tour at least once. You know, you never went to any. Never, I get, been, never been. But you went to EDC Puerto Rico. So. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's at least you know. Um, Your turn. Uh, top of my head, uh, I grew up watching a lot of YouTube, so uh, it's kind of funny. Like two people that come to mind are well, YouTubers or former YouTubers. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Bo, Bo Burnham. Oh, he's the man. Yeah. Uh, His country music skit. <laughs> <laughs> he started as a small YouTuber, just um, writing songs and uh, just 
comedic songs and uh, later on his co his comedy just blew up uh, he has a couple of stand-up specials on Netflix now he just uh, finished his own his first movie his first film mm -hmm. eighth grade it's out theaters I want to see it so bad um, and he's just such a creative guy and he, uh, he like, everything he does seems so genuine and no matter what he puts out there at all like you, you know it's you know he did it um, and it's just something that's it's really inspiring how he went you know he started in, with the internet and like look, look where he is now and that's just amazing and um, another guy kind of similar uh olin rogers i don't know if you guys are familiar olin rogers is um he he used to do a lot of uh, skits of on youtube with his buddies uh, like from high school and college and he gained a very decent following over the years uh, like very small but uh de dedicated following and he never you know he would always come back for his fans and like he he's the type of guy who would sit down in front of a, a camera and talk for five minutes and make you cry because the, 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 the way he told stories is just it, 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 it was talent you know um he actually recently got picked up by i think tbs and has his first uh, animated show called final space Sweet. i think conan o'brien is the producer of the show <laughs> And I'm just like mind blown. Like I I grew up watching these people and look where they are now. And it's just like oh, they're also inspiring to me. And you know, it's just something that like makes me go like, oh, it, it can be done. You know. You know, I didn't know Bo Burnham started on YouTube. That's pretty yeah. epic. Bo Burnham is mad cool too because he, as much as his shows are all comedy and stuff, like there's a an underlying layer of truth. Yeah. I think that's something a, a lot of like talk show and and comedy that goes on right now that they're they're ridiculing but exposing the mm -hmm. truth through their stuff and that's like that just uh, is what it his is his stand-up uh what is that was the first one i think he released on netflix that had me on the verge of just crying and laughing you know i didn't know it was so depressing and so funny at the same time it was so emotional it's yeah like, I, I died it, with his it's, it's like i've never seen a stand-up like that before and i was so amazed by that and, and I, I can't wait to see his movie it's a so we are on countdown, and so I know oh. we're not going to be able to continue some of our conversations because we have to wrap our show up by 6.50 because there's always some, somebody else that comes in behind us. How he's going to get in, I'm <laughs> not sure, but I know I'm supposed to be finished by 6.50. So I want to make sure that we're giving some shout-outs. We didn't get to do the wild card, but honestly, I think we did do the wild card because we had Mike here. That was random. Yeah, that Bye. was so random. So that is the wild card. So I'm pretty happy about that. We brought innovation into the whole conversation. So that happened. So I don't feel like we're leaving our listeners without any information. But I do want to make sure that I can give everybody a, a chance to give shout-outs to anybody that's personal. Mike, I'm going to let you go first. Any shout-outs to somebody special? Shout-out Virtuoso. <laughs> yeah? Okay, Brandon? Shout-out Authors Music. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, your turn, Khalil. Um, I don't really know. Uh, hey, mom, if you're listening, shout out, Khalil's mom. <laughs> yeah, I like that though. And honestly, Khalil, I want to give a shout out to you. You've done really well for the first night. Special Same. shout out to Thank our you. guests. Congrats! I love that. I want to give a shout out to all of my intern pursuit and pivot people. I could not be where I am without you guys. So thank you so very much. Now. Um, how people can contact us. Oh, I do want to also shout give out a Isabella shout out. too. Thanks. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, very much. Well, you, you guys have been awesome. Like, it's been it's been great. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Valencia College for letting us be here on this campus. State of the art social broadcasting studio. Great atmosphere. Knowledgeable staff. And we love our station manager, Q. Thank you, Q, for letting us be here. 
We are celebrating going on to the eighth month of every Wednesday being with all of our listeners. Happy and, 808 day. Oh, my day. God, we have a listener. <laughs> Hi, Victor. I didn't even look up at the board. There's oh. Victor. Hey, Victor. Victor had also interned with me, and now he's a professional da- database developer. Nice. Say hi to him, please. What up, Vic? Yeah. <laughs> so this is a different kind of show for him, for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, so what we do at the end of the, every show is that we usually go and say this is our name all over again, and I'll leave the uh, charge for us. So this is Isabella. This is Khalil. This is Brandon. This is Mike. And we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate you listening to us. And this has been the Intern Whisper Live. Ending music. <laughs> <laughs>